without a lot of things like fancy cars and diamond rings when the first spring robin starts to sing i want baseball baseball cause right up in the running with a house full of love there's a louisville slugger and a baseball glove let's all thank the heavens above we've got baseball baseball there's nothing in the world that i would trade for you would see it on open end day at least let me hear the announcers say it's a bright blue sky and a Can you hear that sound? It's the sound of people falling asleep with uh, Major League Baseball on TV. This is Radical Candor. It's William Smith. I am uh, lamenting the sad state of baseball returning to the world today. America's pastime, which really shouldn't be called America's pastime, is back. My team, Seattle Mariners... They probably have Felix pitching today. They were up, I think, 2 nothing when I looked earlier. But honestly, you can only count on the days that Felix plays to win. Um, those are pretty much money in the bank. Every other pitcher that we have kind of sucks. Um, our team kind of sucks. Baseball in general kind of sucks, if I'm being completely honest. Um, it's 162 games a season. Most of those games don't mean anything. Uh, it's an incredibly slow sport to watch. Um, I've been to to games in Arizona. I've been to games at Wrigley. I've been to games in San Diego. I've been to games uh, up in Milwaukee. Uh, they are all boring, every single one of them. You sit there and wait 45 seconds between pitches. Um, you know, it's just a lot of people watching most of the time. You can't really tell what the fuck's going on if you're there live. At least when you watch on TV, you have the commentator, so you can kind of get an idea about what's going on. But most of the time, it's just an incredibly boring sport. Um, And I can't believe that as many people get excited about it each year as they seem to. Uh, I wrote down some reasons here why it sucks. And I kind of wanted to share those. And then I'll share some stories about my own baseball experiences. But first and foremost, it's too slow takes forever for anything to happen. There's 162 games. They're almost all meaningless. Last year, you know, the Royals won. And believe me, I did not know this information until I looked it up. I think they won like 97 games. Um, You know, so they win, you know, a little more than half of the games. Um, The season just goes on fucking forever. Uh, The two leagues that are playing, the American League and the National League, they don't even have the same rules. You have the whole designated hitter thing where one team basically has somebody who's just a professional hitter taking up the spot of the pitcher. Why don't both leagues just have the same rules that always comes, seems to come into play, um, you know, during the world series and when they do their interleague stuff, all the parks are different sizes and they have different home run links. So imagine if you were going to like a basketball game and um, you're like, let's say you went to the Oracle arena to watch Golden State play and their free throw line was like five feet further out than everyone else's free throw line or their free throw line wasn't a circle. It was like it like kicked in in certain places. It was shorter in certain places. Could you imagine? I mean, people would be like, what the fuck is this about? That's what happens in baseball. All the parks are different sizes. And they have different dimensions for the outfield. 
what about the records? So it's a sport that's based off of records. But there's basically two types of players in baseball. There's the ones that have gotten caught cheating. And then there's the ones that haven't got caught cheating. But they're all cheating pretty much. I mean, I think that we can all agree at this point. They're pretty much cheating. And if you have a player on your team that you're looking at him like year to year to year and you see his picture and like one year he looks like a normal person and the next year just like looks like a completely different species of person, completely different species of human being. They've got like a huge head, just ripped arms, you know, like legs the size of tree trunks. I mean, it's obvious what's going on. So they really need to either let everyone do drugs or have like a really, really stringent, like you get caught drugs with drugs one time and you're banned for life, something like that. I mean, they need to do something because the temptation is it's too easy for people to find a way to get an advantage over everyone else. I think where my hatred of baseball really comes from though, was when I was uh, living in Arizona. So my wife and I moved out to Phoenix, and it was like in 1999, end of 99. Actually, it might have been, just, it might have been 2000. Um, we were there for a really long time. But anyway, the uh, we moved out there, and I didn't really follow baseball. Um, back when I grew up, I grew up in Florida, um, we had the, uh, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, but they were really horrible. I didn't really follow baseball at all. They weren't the team that they are, well, actually that they were over the last decade, I would say, um, when they had a really good coach who now is uh, the uh, the manager for the Cubs. But we didn't have a really good baseball team. Moved out to Phoenix. Um, they had Randy Johnson. They had Kurt Schilling. They had some good players. Um, they had this guy, Gonzalez. I can't remember his first name for the life of me. I and I'm just too lazy to look it up, but turns out like he was just totally jacked up on steroids. Anyway, um, we had this team and they ended up uh, going to the World Series and they ended up beating the Yankees in the World Series. And I went to a bunch of games that year and I was really getting into um, into the team. I knew all the players. I knew like some of the strategies. I kind of just really jumped into it and and tried to learn as much as I could about baseball and they won the World Series. And so you think it's like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Well, the next season, they pretty much ditched all their players. They traded Randy Johnson. They traded Kurt Schilling. So Kurt Schilling went to like, um, I can't remember if he went right to the Red Sox or went to the Phillies. Um, I, think, I think he was at the Phillies before. And then I think he went to the Red Sox. Uh, he ended up winning a World Series with the Red Sox. And then uh, Randy Johnson went to uh, the Yankees. So in in addition, we, we had a bunch of players like retire. We had a bunch of players that we traded to other teams. Basically, we had like an expansion team the next season. And so it just killed all of the energy in the town, all the kind of the excitement. And I really started to hate baseball after that. I also had a really bad experience going to see a Cubs game uh, at Wrigley where uh, my wife and I and uh, brother and sister-in-law, um, we were out at the game. Uh, it was like a rare night game, which is, is I think it was a night game. I th- I'm pretty sure it was a night game, it, which is rare. 
uh, for Chicago. They, most of their games are in the daytime. And we ended up um, missing the train back to the suburbs and got stranded in the city. And I kind of maybe irrationally uh, blame the Cubs for that. And just like, it was just a, an overall experience that just really sucked. So for those reasons, not into baseball. Um, I kind of think baseball is a complete and total waste of time. I'm going to totally switch gears here. Uh, something else that I wanted to talk about. Um, it doesn't fit at all with baseball. Actually, it might fit. The fact that I'm switching to this topic might say something about what it is I'm going to talk about. And that is that I live with ADHD. And I kind of wanted to kind of write some things down and, and talk about them relative to ADHD. I have some friends that... Um, that I work with and that, and I've talked to that, that also think they have ADHD. So I wanted to kind of elaborate a little bit on it. Um, people like to throw shit out like, Oh, you know, it's my ADHD acting up again, talking about themselves. Like if they get distracted or something and they see something and that takes their mind off of what they're doing, which I don't really find to be what ADHD is. Um, ADHD you know, it affects about 11% of the population. Of course, when you look up statistics, it's always like it's in kids, right? Kids have ADHD. 11% of kids do. Well, kids grow up into people. And as far as I know, there is no cure for ADHD. You can treat it. You can deal with symptoms, but it's not like you ever get rid of it. It's basically just a different way that your brain works, you know? And I know a lot of people are ashamed to say they have ADHD. I'm not like, I actually kind of like it. Um, there's things about it that I think um, work really well for me. There's things, there's some things in it that make things difficult in my life, but, but I would say on the whole, it's a positive kind of a thing. Um, you know, I feel like I'm a much more creative person. I've got a lot more passion and emotion um, into, into the kind of things that I like to do. I think I put more into it. I, my brain is kind of basically on overdrive all the time. I'm always thinking I'm always, um, kind of considering things and trying to make sense of things, see things in different ways. That's kind of a characteristic. I think one of the bad things is that I say shit sometimes without thinking about it. And uh, just the top of my mind, I'll just say whatever I'm thinking. That seems to be one of the, uh, the drawbacks. And um, maybe I guess you can say that having a show where I curse a lot and I just talk about, what things I like, what things I don't like, and really like super black and white terms. Maybe that's uh, something that's brought on by the ADHD, but in general, I like it. I don't really take anything for it. Um, I've tried to do some things to kind of slow my brain down a little bit. I'll talk about those um, on future podcasts, but essentially, you know, I embrace it and I think more people should embrace it. You know, it's a gift. Um, for things that are super creative or super interesting, like you can't be stopped with ADHD. I mean, you'll just work like there's some projects and things that I want to work on that, that just really are interesting to me, um, that kind of pique my, my brain, just get me excited. And when that happens, I can just bust through shit. Like it's nothing, you know, um, there's people that take medication, um, that try to, like simulate that kind of super focus. Um, when you say, when it says attention deficit is the AD part of the ADHD part. Um, 
I have an attention deficit when it comes to really boring shit. Like in school, when I would go through like a, a lecture in a college, I couldn't pay attention to anything. Like literally it was like someone was talking and they were talking another language, but music and art and video games and design and that kind of stuff. I'm all over it. You can't actually pull my attention away from things like that. So ADHD, if you have it, I say embrace it. Um, you know, you're not going to get rid of it probably unless you're going to just mask it with a bunch of drugs, but, um, it's definitely something that you can uh, live with, that you can embrace, that you can be successful with. Um, and so to that, I say, fuck yeah, ADHD. It's awesome. I think that's going to be it for today's episode. Um, I know there's a couple people listening because I can see the little analytics. Um, so if you are, uh, send me a shout out sometime. Uh, you probably have my email because you probably know who I am already. If not, fuck it. It's uh, williamsmith at me.com, me.com. And uh, be happy to know where you're listening from and um, what you think. <laughs>